Welcome to Under the Sun Podcast. I'm Ilea. And I'm Irene. Grab a cup of coffee and your comfiest sweats and join us every Monday as two best friends discuss everything from raising free-range gremlins to business and really everything under the sun. Let's get started and thanks for being here. Welcome back. Welcome back. And it is just ignore the fact that we're wearing the same outfits. <laughs> we did not think ahead. Nope. And we're different outfits. Also, we're doing the best we can. And mm-hmm. we had a good couple hours tonight that we normally don't have. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, what can we do in this block of time? And that for us is talk about our babies. Mm-hmm. We love our babies. Yeah, we do. I love birthing babies. You love birthing babies? I think I do. I, but I think it's the... I th- it, it has to be the hormones, hormone, like the chemical, because if, if someone's to say like, Hey, you want to go into labor right now? I'd probably say yes. I, it's man. Like God bless those chemicals. The, the human population would not I know. exist if those didn't I know. exist. I told Dave, I just like, like I'm on my cycle. So like, I think it was like two days ago. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it would be nice to be pregnant. And then, then like, but then it was like devil and angel on each side of the yeah. shoulder. And I was like, oh, <laughs> not love my baby would have yeah. her 1000 times over. Yeah. It's just, I think I'm, I'm thinking like Dave has, Dave's work schedule has been ridiculous yeah. for basically the last 13 months of her life. Yeah. And cause he had like a one month paternity leave, which was lovely. Yeah. Then as soon as he went back, like he's worked crazy hours ever since. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do two kids just by myself. Yeah. My, it's not the pregnancy. It's not the yeah. long ass yeah. labor. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> my work schedule has been weird too. And historically speaking, as soon as I'm pregnant, I just check out of everything. No, I, in the beginning, cause I'm usually really sick. And then towards the end, I'm like, nothing matters. You're on your own. Don't bring yeah. down the building. See ya. So, yeah. 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 So I don't know. I, well, even after Riker's birth being slightly traumatic for me, I remember driving home telling Jacob the next time we do this, I was like, I did it. I proved to myself I can do it. The next time I'm taking every drug known to mankind. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I was pregnant with Nova, he's like, you're calling the birthing center, aren't you? I was like, I already did. So yeah, that was manly, but I don't know. So this is a good segue into Nova's birth because I said that after Riker's Rika. It's been a long day. <laughs> I said that it. after Riker's birth and then knew I was not going to do that. As soon as I got pregnant, I immediately went to where I felt safe and that was not the hospital. Yeah. Um, and forgot everything throughout her pregnancy. Still, like it was in the back of my mind, like, oh, I'm going to have to do that again. But whatever. I can do it again. It wasn't until the very end of the pregnancy again she came out 41 and three or something still late. So they still, I never, I didn't have to see the OB this time, but I think I, I think my appointment was the next morning at 9am. Like that I had her March 8th and I had an appointment scheduled for March 9th Mm. to see the OB. No, I had an appointment on the 8th. I was in labor when I was supposed to be at the appointment. So they still had it scheduled for me to meet the actual doctor. Still had a lot of stress of, great. Here we go again. I, and I could, I could tell myself enough logically the stress of thinking I'm going to have to be induced is not helping my body feel calm enough to go into labor, but still like you have someone saying, and the calendar dates ticking like, Oh, you're going to run out of time. You're going to run out of time. And that was not fun. But, um, with Riker, I went from zero to 60 
no Braxton Hicks, no pre-labor, no anything to water breaking and back labor immediately. With Nova, I had, I don't, I think it was actual, was it prodromal labor? Mm-hmm. Um or Braxton Hicks. I still don't I hate know. that word. But the, <laughs> the to say. <laughs> but with her, I think I, how many times did I text you? I'm like, okay, they've been consistent for five minutes. It might be tonight. And then like weeks went by and she hmm. didn't come out. So I had been contracting with her for several weeks. Um, which on the note of contracting, I know a lot of the natural birth things are like, don't say contractions and don't say this. Say like rushes or waves. Absurd. But I like the word contracting, which some people don't. Um, I I am just enough technical brained that when I'm having a contraction, my brain is telling my body like, oh, we're squishing, get the baby out. That never, that word never caused me any mm. stress, which. I think when some people it's say, like, it, it causes me stress because when someone say it? contracting, it makes my whole body go. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm contra- like my, my body, like yeah. my shoulders, everything, face, everything, everything gets tense. Everything shouldn't. And mine, I think when I knew that word, like when I'm in the throes of um, like hypnobirthing, when I was having a contraction, my brain disassociated my body and like all thoughts went to my belly contracting. So I could like science my way out of it, I guess, if that makes sense. So I thought that was interesting that to some people it stresses them out, but to me it actually Hmm. worked. But all that to say, I had lots of contractions with her, kept thinking tonight was the night and then it didn't happen. Then my mood would dip, which isn't good for your hormones. Then another night, it was always right before I went to bed, they would kind of ramp up and then I'd fall asleep and wake up the next day. And I'm like, well, it's another day, still (laughs) pregnant. But um, went into, why did I go? Did I have, I didn't have an appointment. I don't remember why I went in that day. What are you talking about? Did when you go into the birth center? I went into the birth center for something. I don't remember. I don't remember why I went in either. For some reason, I, oh, no, it wasn't water. Literally no idea. Completely forgot. For some reason, though, I went in um, because I Was thought, it just a general checkup? Because usually towards the end, it's it usually It was on like a Sunday because both my kids were born on Mondays. Mm. For some reason, I went in on a Sunday. Don't know why. Um... Like, were you having contractions? Did you think it was it? Did you get checked? No, I didn't get checked. I did get checked that day, um, which thankfully I went to a place where that's not standard. Like, I had to ask her. I was like, can you see if anything's happening? I think it's because I had so many starts and stops and I was really just getting disheartened by it. She checked and she's, at that point, you weren't even there. I was texting you because you drove yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And I was already at like a three or a four. And I was like, there's no way. Because at a three or four with Riker's labor, like I'm getting the kitchen knife, I'm done. But I was like, no. And like slight denial, I guess. And the only time I remembered Riker's labor is after that, um, she came back in the room. And I think they gave me the midwife's brew that time, which both times I took it, I just threw up half an hour later and it didn't actually do anything or progress anything for me at least. But um, she gave me that. And as I'm walking out the door, she's like, all right, yeah, we're going to have a baby today. And then like, all of the memories, as soon as she said those words to me, flooded in. And I remember just like bawling my eyes out and she could see that it was in fear, not in happiness or excitement or hormonal bliss. It was just straight terror of what was about to happen. And she was super sweet. She was like, oh, every labor is different. Every experience is different. Your last, she, I forget how she worded it, but the sum of it was your last birth story will not be this story. And that was enough that mm-hmm. I needed to be like, okay, this could be different. And then um, I think at that point we checked into the hotel, called you, 
Um, I brought snacks. I remember snacks. You, were, you were like, stop at these places and get snacks. Yep. And then I was like, you wanted this really freaking rare oat milk. Grass-fed chocolate, chocolate milk. Grass-fed chocolate mm-hmm. milk that high V that you're like, it's at high V. It definitely is at high V. And I'm walking around. I'm like, there's no, there's no chocolate milk. Were you in the milk section of high V or the front section? I looked through the whole place. Really? I talked to five employees. I Because every looked. time I go in there, I see it. And I'm like, do I need chocolate milk today? And then I'm like, no. That's usually Just a pregnancy thing. So easy. I don't. I don't mind theirs because it's grass fed, organic, like expires in two days if you don't drink it. So it's mm. as yeah. low processed. As yeah. N- no. You can. So anyway, tried. Did not bring chocolate milk to my labor. It's fine. <laughs> I wanted to, but I didn't. But I knew that you said like it's fresh. So like, yeah, you got to get it fresh. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like not gonna get it. A week I think before I you even go went labor. to. I went to High V, and then I went to Schnucks, and then. I headed out there and then I stopped at whatever, was there Whole Foods there then? The fresh time. Fresh, there was whatever healthy store. I stopped yeah. there too and there was nothing. What a good friend. Hunting down the grass-fed chocolate milk. Yeah, but then walking in and and <laughs> Well, Nova's labor. So I'm still conver- still confused that she thinks that I'm out of four, three, four, because I'm conversating and walking. And Jake and I, after that, we checked into the hotel um, cause we live, we don't live in the same town as a birthing center. So we always got a hotel. So it was closer because I don't want to contract for an hour in a car, which sounds yeah. terrible, but, um, checked in. I think my mom and my son just watched TV at the hotel. Jake and I went to get lunch. We pull up to smoothie King cause I didn't think I could eat food at that point. I was just uncomfortable. And I was like, well, I'll just get a smoothie. That'll get some quick calories and sugar in. And, um, so we pull up to smoothie King. My door is facing the smoothie King building and as soon as Jake parks the car, I fling the door open and just start puking my guts up on the parking lot. And it's like, I Were don't... Were you in transition in the Smoothie King parking lot? I don't think so. I think it just, I puke a lot. Oh. Okay. The celiac makes my esophagus do weird things, but add a baby pushing up on mm. it was not fun. But I open the door, start puking all over the ground. Jacob goes like, at this point, it's like second kid, whatever. He just leaves me puking in the parking lot and goes inside to get my smoothie. <laughs> and so... Um, he said he walked in the door and the guy behind the counter, cause it was a Sunday afternoon was like, ah, rough night. And he goes, Nope, she's in labor. And he said, the guy's like early twenties, just like his eyes got really big and he just didn't say a word, made the smoothies as fast as he could. And I was like, well, that's great. It's like, young I mean, men I guess a rough to life. If you think going into labor is rough, but yeah, like, a good party. I hope I never forget that story. Cause it Aww. makes me laugh. Like he even like. So weird the first to second labor because first labor I was done second labor like Jake comes back and tells me the story and like explains the guy's face and I started laughing so that's yeah. just crazy what I did a lot of different prep for the second labor but I also think like I mentally knew what was coming so I I don't know I never mind a hard challenge but it's always easier the second time when you at least know somewhat of what to expect yeah. but um, on a side note to that I will say that Jacob's storytelling has gotten real good because most guys are like, oh, that guy thought, you know, would just come back and say, oh, that guy thought we just had a rough night last night. But Jake sat in the car, um, knows it would make me feel better. And he's like, so I walk in I'm like, what? What? He's like, the guy, I'm like, what? And so he tells the whole story in detail. So That's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's become a wonderful storyteller. Okay. So from Smoothie King, then you went back to the hotel? Went back to the hotel. Um, at that point, it was getting a little more intense. So I popped in my AirPods for my hypnobirthing track and was listening to whatever tracks and 
could still send some text. We hadn't really called the doula yet. Like I gave her a heads up like, hey, this is what um, the midwife said. Um, she's like, okay, just let me know when you need me. And it got to a point to where I thought I could still manage, but it was just getting, I wanted different counter pressure than Jake knew what to do, I guess. So at that point I was like, oh yeah, let's go ahead and call Shannon. I don't remember what time that was. It was, it was probably like one in the morning. The poor thing. No, was it? It was Not? daytime. Was it daytime? It was daytime. It was like morning. I remember it was okay. like eight, nine in the morning. Because that was yeah. the first time I ever met, met Shannon. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I don't know why in my brain it was the middle of the night. And I think because I remember her I had a little like, bit of what you did, where it's like nobody come in. It's the middle of the night. Just sleep. But, yeah. Okay. Well, good. No. Then I feel less guilty. No, you didn't call her. Okay. It was in the morning time. And I remember my mom. So my mom wasn't at my first labor. She I was out of state. There. Did you not? Did I? You did. Did I stay did. in a bed with your mom? I think I stayed with my mom in Riker. Oh, and you and Jake slept oh. in the other bed. Okay. But um, my mom wasn't at my first labor. She was out of town. She came in early and just, she got a one-way ticket to hang out with my son. Um, she came in the bathroom a little bit and was like, can I, can I do anything? Can I help you? I was like, no, I think I'm okay. I just need to be alone. And it was really sweet because she was mm -hmm. just like... Hadn't been through that with anybody or been through that with one of her children before. So yeah. super sweet. But I was like, no, I think I just need to be alone and just kept my tracks in, showered, took a bath. Just it, it was so much more peaceful. Um, and then it got to the point to where the counter pressure just I needed more help. Um, so Shannon came in and I'm still in bed. Like I faint memories of you guys all meeting and talking and I'm still I think she asked how I was. And somebody else answered and I was like, okay, they've got it. I'm just going to keep napping away here. And I think I even slept, which is so crazy to think yeah. that the first one, I was just so exhausted by the time I had to push that like my energy was tapped. Mm -hmm. um, but, oh, I should also say, which I forgot to say during Riker's birth, that I sucked through an entire tank of nitrous oxide because that's the only thing they have there. Mm -hmm. So um, I went through an entire tank and requested a tank change right before I pushed. And they were like, by the time we get it hooked up, like there's just not enough time. Um, so with Nova, we had went, we went ahead and we're like, Hey, just have a tank ready. Cause I, my one historic, historically, the one time I did it sucked through a whole tank. So have it ready, have a backup tank ready, like, have all these things. And I don't, I don't remember how long we stayed in the hotel, but at one point, I was in the bathroom. Shannon was rubbing my back and I was like, I think I'm going to puke. So I puked in the sink and it, like I puke a lot. So I wasn't thinking, oh, this is transition. And I could still, again, conversate, talk, laugh. Um, but that's when Shannon's very good at not telling you what to do. But she's like, do you think you might want to, do you think soaking, how did she, something like, do you think soaking in the tub at the birthing center would help you relax a little bit? And I was like, maybe sure we can try it but i was like in my brain labor like delivery is not for another 16 hours because yeah. i'm walking i'm talking it's like i mean i guess we can go now i it'd be nice to just be in a tub that i actually fit in versus this hotel tub so sure we'll go and so the whole drive over there i think i even had contractions in the car and i still in the car like it wasn't that bad the second time around i was like whatever like we'll be there in a second we'll just go in um i get there I was GBS positive with Nova, which that's one of those. I did a lot of research because I didn't want to have antibiotic and then have my newborn have antibiotic, but there are only really 
two things in the world that I am terrified of. And one of them is bacterial meningitis and strep is a bacteria. So all the pros and cons, I felt comfortable doing the antibiotic because I know enough about the gut that I was like, I can just, I'll focus on my gut. I'll do all the things. I'll put probiotics on my nipples, all the things I need to do to work on this baby's gut, but I'd rather her be alive and have her brain capacity into the end of her life versus um, that. So I got there fully expecting this antibiotic four hours before delivery and um, was on the toilet laboring. And I heard the midwife tell Shannon, she doesn't have time for the antibiotic. We'll just tell her the signs to watch out for. And I was like, what? Huh? And there, then uh, I think, I don't know, Shannon agreed. It was like, okay, or yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? I don't have time. I, there's no way that I'm less than four hours from having this baby because Jake's telling jokes. I'm laughing. And if I remember, I'll put the pictures, I'll put a side-by-side swipe in on Instagram of my labor, but there's a picture of me during Riker's labor. I'm like desperately holding on to the side of the tub and Jake and this nitrous oxide mask. And then there's a picture of me in labor with Nova and I'm literally in the tub laughing. And it's so crazy. The, Mm-hmm. differences between the two. Um, so then at some point someone's like, yeah, you might want to get in the tub. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm in the tub and then I'm like, this is uncomfortable. All right. This is intense. Okay. And then I was like, Hey, will you, Jake was like, we put some cold water on my back. And then 30 minutes later, there was my daughter. And I think so my born in her, born sack. in her sack and she would have made it the whole way, but her little elbow punctured it, but I'm still calling it, but she came out in her sack. Her water didn't break can confirm water broken labor is way more intense than not water broken labor. But, but she was also in a good position. She was. So like you you can't really determine that. That's true. That's right? true. Had she been face up and in her sack, it may have been a different story, but yeah. it was different. Um, I do remember Riker, I, I did start to kind of blow him out because at that point mm. I was done. And I remember the midwife saying, hey, you need to stop or you're going to tear. So she kind of coached me into pushing him. With Nova, her head came out and she's still in her sack. And I I had a while before I had another contraction. So I remember asking, I was like, is she okay or am I suffocating her? And they're like, no, she's fine. And so it was a long enough break that it kind of scared me. And then the next one, she flopped the rest of the way out. But um, my son had fallen asleep in the car in the three-minute drive from the hotel to the center. And so my mom was like, well, yeah, I'll just stay in the car with him while he finishes his nap. All of us thinking it's going to be 10 more hours. And then you had to go out and pretty much. She what? was doing her makeup. And so I had to go out <laughs> yeah. and I went and like knocked on the window. And she's like, how's it going? And I was like, do you want to come meet your granddaughter? And she immediate <laughs> tears everywhere. <laughs> just if you, yeah. if you know, Anna, it was yeah. just immediate tears. Yeah. Um, but none yeah. of us thought because you were at the first one and this one. Yeah. No, and I didn't think because like you, so you, nice almost missed, didn't you almost missed the shot too. Is that what I'm remembering? Because you're like, yeah, we got time. And like oh crap start rolling oh i remember shannon and that was probably the first time she was like you should be recording and i was like we thought i, I like, was like what and she's like you should be recording and i was like <laughs> okay and so i just because how many hours was i in the tub with Riker? i was in the tub and out of the tub and in the tub and out of the tub and in hindsight i wish like we would have done spinning babies to try to get Riker to rotate like they why weren't me to and i didn't yeah but like because i don't know if i actually would have bullied you to do it because yeah. that's not my my well, right to do that to you that's laboring they but also said like spinning babies 
when he was in a good position. And I was like, well, he's in the perfect position. I, I was afraid that if I did spinning babies, he would go to a not No, I'm position. saying during labor. Oh, like we should have done. They tried. They tried. I know. But like. And I said no. <laughs> they tried a lot of things and I just remember being out of it. But but like, I wonder if, I don't know. You know, just hindsight. It's like, yeah. I wonder if we'd be like, hey, like, let's just try one contraction here and then we can move. Yeah. Because that's what like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But no, that was, that was, I mean, Nova's story is a lot faster, but that was. I mean, it was a lot faster. Yeah. But I had, so for the first round, I had hypnobirthing CDs that I borrowed, but it's just the tracks. It's not the tools to use the tracks. So it's almost as if someone gave you a blueprint to a house mm-hmm. and all the building materials, but no hammer. And you're like, mm-hmm. great, have all these materials, have the instruction manual, can't do it. Yeah. So this time I had the techniques of like the breathing techniques and the not hypno- like hypnosis techniques, I guess, where the tracks will say, picture this, you're you're walking down the stairs to the ocean where, yeah, but if you don't have the proper breathing to like get you in that headset, it's hard to keep. Yeah. We need to find there, a different hypnobirthing. People. Yeah. We need to find something. Like a Christian hypnobirthing yeah. or something. Because there is a Christian hypnobirthing Instagram that I followed, but it didn't have a program. Okay. And this was, so my daughter was born in 2021 my son was born in 2019 and there were no in-person because I wanted to hypnobirth the first time, but there were no in-person classes. I think the closest one was Chicago. And at that point I was like, well, I have these CDs. I don't need to drive all the way to Chicago for it. And then when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was like, I still don't want to drive to Chicago. But after all the e-learning from COVID, I was like, there has to be yeah. an online program. And then I found that one, which that was years ago. I'm hoping by now there's something, but, yeah. um, but I will say whatever her personal beliefs that transformed my labor. So I don't know that I still wouldn't refer people unless we found something better because it was so beneficial to me having this labor. Guess you gotta have a third to find a different program. I don't tempt me. I would, but, um, keep your legs together. (laughs) But, um, so hypnobirthing was different. And then I had a doula who knew what she was doing was different. Um, I think that was, that was pretty much the main two things that and I'd already done it before. So I had the, like, mm-hmm. not muscle memory, but like I knew what to expect. And she had the shortest cord that they had. Ever yeah, seen. she did. Yeah. I remember I couldn't even pull her up out of the water onto my chest. Cause they were like, you can like pull her up to your chest. And I remember saying like, I can't, I feel like my insides are ripping out. And then when the placenta came out, it's like, oh, her cord was itty bitty. Yeah. So. That's weird. And then Rikers was really long. Yeah, and wrapped around his neck twice, right? Once or twice? I don't remember. It was wrapped, but they undid it before he even yeah. came out. So like they like, yeah. So it's just a variation of normal. Yep. So that was, that was, yeah. One had too long of a cord and one had too short of a cord. And yeah. and I think with Rikers labor, I was saying how he came out on April Fool's Day, upside down, late, all those things. Goofy kid, wonderful kid, but like loves, he's in his joke telling kid phase. Um, Nova came into this world and basically 30 minutes of pushing, barreling her way into every room. And that is accurate. Little bulldozer. Yep. Little bulldozer. Yeah. Oh, that's so, sweet. Yeah. Love little Nova. Super fun. That was a short, that was a short one, but I, what is it? Only 25 minutes, but also her labor. It? Yeah. It just was, it was shorter. Yeah. It was, I think it was, 
I don't actually know when to say her started. Technically, because I had had so much pre-labor. Yeah. I have no like, it could have technically been two weeks and I had, but it was so from active labor. I want to say 12 hours, give or take. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd do my first signs of pregnancy because they were kind of the same with both. So first signs of pregnancy, I think for both kids, before I even knew I was pregnant, I was getting up to pee in the night, mm-hmm. which I'm a hairstylist. So I have the bladder of a camel. Like I, I should pee more than I do. I just don't. But with both kids, I remember having to pee in the middle of the night. And with Riker, I thought, I was like, oh, am I getting a UTI? Like, this is so weird. I don't get UTIs. I don't pee in the night. What's happening? So in hindsight. Is that like early, like before early you Early before pregnant? I knew. Yeah. Like that must have been like pretty close to conception, which crazy that something that small can affect your bladder. But yeah, it was peeing in the middle of the night. I really, it's more really hormone thought, related. It's sending, it's the, I can't remember what hormone it is, but the hormone is like a stimulant to the bladder. So it's actually not like, I assumed his little tiny body, body was like a weird pressure thing. No, I okay. used to know it. Yeah. I don't remember. It's somewhere in your brain. It's somewhere. But that was it. I thought it was a UTI. Mm. It was a baby. Aww. And then with Nova, it was kind of the same. And then um, a weird pregnancy, pregnancy symptom that I had with both, which was kind of an early sign too, is when I would wash my face with Riker, like any water hitting my face made me want to like either throw up or pass out. And I remembered being pregnant and I would take a shower and I would wash everything but my face and I'd wait till the very end. And I would then like stick my face in the water really fast and start washing it. And I was like lightheaded, dizzy, wanted to vomit. And I Googled it. I was like, is like, is your, is washing your face? Is there anything pregnancy related? Could not find a thing. And then with Nova, I was in the shower once and I was like, my face feels weird when I wash it. And I was like, whatever, I'm not pregnant. Yeah. So there I was. Were you trying to get pregnant? We were not trying to get pregnant, but we were fine if it happened. Like we weren't going out of our way to track anything, but we were both like, oh, now would be a nice time to have a baby. And at like, Riker was like, what, 10 months old? No, he was a year and year and two months, give or take. Oh, that's Leo now. Yeah, do it. (laughs) Yeah. So what, Nova's two and a couple months. And I remember, I remember being kind of sad when she hit that 15 month mark. I was like, oh, the next one, we missed the window for it to be in the same age range. That's okay. I, my, like, I wasn't physically ready, but there was a weird sadness of like, dang it, we missed that window. So, mm. so right. The next two can be, oh, yeah, group the next, the next two. two can be back heal, to back. Heal your cycles so that you actually know when you conceive. I'm getting old. Yeah. Crank them out. <laughs> Let's let's I heal your say, cycles. I don't want to jinx myself, but I do feel like, and I've never been tested for it, but like I feel like the quality of my eggs are good because when I was on birth control to fix my cycle, I think it was only two or three months. Mm-hmm. Where's our button? Our oh, button. shoot. Remind me to bring it next time. It's okay. on my piano. We'll, we'll get it next time. But I... Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't get us sued. No. Um... I was only on it a short period of time. And then I early on found out about my gut issues and I have been working basically since I was 20 to heal all of that. So I would like to think that all that hard work I put in in the beginning shifted the course of like me. For sure. Deteriorating my future eggs because oh, for sure. I know people who have gotten pregnant and had wonderful pregnancies at 44. So yeah, but I don't, I do not want to be pregnant at 44. I want to have all of my kids before 40. 
move on with my life. So get cracking. I follow a gal, uh, something, something Parsons, purely Parsons, Parsons. I know that name. Um, she's a nurse gone holistic. Okay. And I, why am I, I think her name's Elizabeth. I think so. Um, but she just posted that she's pregnant with her seventh. Ooh. Seventh, eighth, so maybe even her eighth Ooh. because she just had surprise twins. Oh my gosh. She had a home birth and she was like, yeah, my belly was bigger than normal. But like every time I had a sonogram yeah. to double check. Yeah. One kid was on the sonogram. How Two kids were born. Kid? I don't know. I can't. Maybe I'm getting a story mixed up. Okay. But like, but maybe like, I think I feel like she had like a midwife palpate and tried to like okay. feel. But like, I feel like she said she was. She was like, there has to be two because I'm much yeah. bigger than before, um, like belly wise. Yeah. But she just announced that she's having her eighth. And I'm like, how does everybody do? I don't, I Did have she one. start when she was younger? Because we started know. at 29. So yeah. we're a lot Excuse more me. tired. I don't know. We should fix our energy then. We shouldn't be that tired. We shouldn't. But technically, I mean, back in the day, people only lived to be 30 years old. So like you were more your body was more primed to crank out kids. Stop saying crank out really. kids. <laughs> also, I did. So I don't want to be pregnant with twins because, again, five <gasps> foot two, short torso. I have no service down here. Well, but there is a small thought that I'm like, well, if the next one are twins, then I technically only have to do it one more time. And then I you have don't all wanna four. Be, would, would you do natural for yeah. twins? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> That's just, just, we want four kids. Knock them out. And then I'm far enough. I don't have to like back-to-back pregnancies. So don't tell Jake, but apparently if you eat a bunch of sweet potatoes. No, actually the thought, I think Wild it sounds yams. fun, but like, ugh. I mean, just imagine. My diastasis with twins. I cannot imagine how uncomfortable. Like it's doable. Like People how do it. But. Anybody with more than two kids. Like how do you go on? Like how do you? Want to get pregnant again? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's got to be the hormones. It's got to be. <sighs> yeah. I, I it was say, so great and beautiful. Yeah. I just think. Yeah. The exhaustion is overruling the hormones. Yeah, probably. But. I would say we go back and forth because we have one of each. I always wanted two. Jacob always wanted four. We were never going to settle with three because we're both from odd numbered families. Someone's yeah. always left out. So if we had three, we were having four. But as soon as we had one, I knew I was having four. And as soon as we had the one, Jacob was like, what I, do you mean? Once you had one, you knew you were having four. I just knew. I just knew. They say, you know, like, you know, yeah. the, the number, like, you yeah. know, when your family's complete and yep. then you stop. Cause he like, which even, I know our family's not complete, but I'm like, yeah. oh man, yep. shoot. It's a lot of work. I don't know. I just, the, as soon as that like shift happened from being traumatized from labor to like, okay, I can do that again. I immediately was like, well, we can probably have, mm-hmm. I could do this four times. Um, and Jake was like, no, nah, I think we're done at one. So that's just because yeah, he, he had a trauma. He was traumatized. He was from traumatized Riker's from it. Too. Yeah. So, um, mm. but yeah, I knew four would be fine. And technically, technically for, because we, we go back and forth. Like we have one of each, we can travel, we can go on road trips and each not person take their kid into their own bathroom and. I mean, you're not going to have some third rando. It does say. It's going to be either like yeah. you're going to take two yep. girls in or he's going to take two right. boys in. But then like you're out. It's not one-on-one. It's trying to wipe this one's butt while that one's trying to run away. Because when I take my two anywhere in public, we always go to the family bathroom or the handicap stall. Because I'm like, you're not getting out of my sight. Yeah. 
where do we all fit? But hmm. they're at ages where they try to run separate ways. But um, yeah, we're being biblical about it. We haven't multiplied because every time we're like, are we done? One of us always brings up, we, we have not multiplied. We've just replaced ourselves. Yeah. So, and there's going to be like, there's, there's not enough people in the world yeah. to replace the jobs in 20 years. Yeah. So we need so. more, we need more families that care, care to raise their kids, care about the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So little freedom fighters. Yeah. I still want to make our shirts or the um, Raising Lions shirts. And, like, yeah. Make a cute graphic. Would you guys buy that? Would you guys buy a Raising yeah. Lions shirt? Yeah. And then like, do we get kid sizes too? Yes. Of like little <laughs> lion, lion and rawr. <laughs> Have you seen the shirts? I wanted to get one for Riker, but when they, when I saw them, he was too young to understand how funny it is. But it's like, ask about my T-Rex. And then the shirt, you lift the shirt up over your head and there's like an upside down T-Rex. And then you like chase people with your shirt over That's your head. Funny. So I always laughed at that, but Aww. we can make a cute little kid shirt. It's like, I'm a lion. That's sweet. Yeah. All right. So that was it. Birth one was slightly traumatic and birth two was, it happened with laughter and very fast. So yeah. So maybe your next one won't be 26 hours. And if it is, that's okay too, but maybe it won't. That is my expectation because just expect it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they say the first is the longest, but if I, I always say my, like my, I'm all oh, like, Oh no, I, I'll, uh, like someone was like, Oh, you know, so-and-so went two weeks early. So if like, if, if it's there, if that little seed is in your, yeah. it's, it's, it's germinating, it's growing, yeah. it's getting roots and say like, Oh, I'll go early. And then it's really depressing. Yeah. And yeah. So don't, don't let, just don't tell anybody your, your guest date, yeah. just you yourself. And you don't have people texting you saying, yeah, have you gone yet? Mm-hmm. So, but I love it. I love that I was there for him. Me too. Thanks for inviting me it's an honor Thanks and like for filming I, you it. don't realize how much of an honor it is until like you get older and then you like have kids and you're like yeah. oh like i let oh. that like like to be let into someone's personal birth space is yeah a big deal yeah but. i remember shannon asking like there was a doula who i know now and it's very sweet but i don't regret my decision that like she asked like, hey like i have a doula that's in training can she come with me and be my assistant and like you know, gain experience. Yeah. And I just remember being so protective of that, that yeah. environment and being like, no, look, I have curated everybody who's supposed to be there. Uh-huh. And like, I knew when it felt right. Yeah. So. Well, and, and each subsequent labor for me, I know I've talked about this on previous podcasts before, but the first birth, I wanted just me and Jacob and then you for filming and for being yeah. support. But like, I mean, I was there for filming. I didn't know how to support. Yeah. I, I got you snacks. <laughs> that was helpful. Um, the second birth, I was like fine with my mom and even Riker. I probably would have been fine with him being in the room. Jake wasn't super comfortable with it, but um, I was fine with my mom. And I feel like for the next few, I've mentioned it to Jake. I'm like, I wouldn't even care if your mom came in the room. And he's like, that's weird. I'm like, it's not weird. It's, I mean, after that many people have seen your cooter. Then, yeah. Well, it's one more, but I think. And like breastfeeding and like. Yeah. Like you're doing all those you're, All your modesty kind of like. Yeah. Goes away. Yeah. Except for like kind of doesn't but it does yeah so that makes sense yeah so it's yeah i don't know my circle i get less protective i think once i know what my body is doing i don't feel as scared so i'm like Mm -hmm. yeah sure come on in you're whatever you do is not going to stop this train once it's left the station so yeah within reason yeah yeah it's weird how that like circle even opened up for me to have a doula the next time and yeah yeah Mm. i love it i love birth 
Oh, your camera died. Ah. Do you know when it died? Nope. <laughs> it's all right. We'll just do okay. a bunch of side shots. All right. We're doing our best. Doing our best. This camera died, so we'll see you guys on the next episode yeah. of Under the Sun. We are really grateful that you're here. Yeah, thanks for being here. I looked at my camera again. It's not there. Okay, bye. Bye. <sighs> thanks for being with us today. Follow us on Instagram at under the sun underscore podcast. We'd love to meet you. Please help us out by subscribing on YouTube and leaving a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time. Please remember this information is made available to you for informational and educational purposes only. It is in no way a substitute for medical advice.